welcome to Weekly Game Chat. I'm your host, Chris, and next to me is Guy Ari falling asleep, my we're, co-host, Sean. We're good. Uh, I don't know how that yawn just happened, but it did. It might be the weather. Yeah, it is raining for the 95th day in a row. It's, it's just like, uh, did, we, did we get transported to, like, Oregon, guys, or Seattle or something? Uh, uh, and Washington. <laughs> that, that voice is friend of the show, John, sometimes a co-host. I don't know. You keep thinking now you're getting coronavirus, so. Right. It can I, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to give you back. Which you've rightfully earned, but you so I'm I'm kind of back, but not really. You're just you're hanging around. I say you're. Let's back. see if you get to two fifty, buddy. I say you're back and better than ever. <laughs> yeah, I am. And you're going to be an important part. But yeah, like we've gotten so much rain here, and it's yeah. it's crazy because we're so lucky. We're we're right near a big river, a very major river. Yeah, across the river. Yeah, but daily. at the same time, it just happens to be a river that is very low. Uh, like. And has very high rises yeah. on both sides outside. Of, well, the Phoenix City side, I guess, that <laughs> river walk, that's that's yeah. kind of screwed. But the Columbus side, it, well, it takes a lot before it would actually hit our downtown area. But yeah, they, they, when they we're, made, we're pushing it. When they made the river walk, they obviously, they're very smart people. You yeah. know, the, the people who make these plans. Top men. For future possible situations. Um, and they made it to where it's going to go underwater. They know it. But they set up drain systems to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the greatest thing was it was, I think last week I'm driving home and I get the weather alerts on my phone that I have set up and a thing goes ping and it says river flood warning, <laughs> right? That's the time I'm hitting the bridge on the river. They're saying it's flooding. It was kind of a, Oh God moment. But, and you did, I do look down and I'm used to a certain level of the river. Mm-hmm. The river was high, yo. Like, yeah. like it should not have been this close to the bridge. I was like, Oh my God, I got to get off this bridge. But yeah. Yeah, we're lucky. It's it's not so bad for us. It's more of to the north of us. Like yeah. when Harris County gets, when the river up there floods, it, it wrecks them pretty badly. And John has the yawn bug. Yeah. Before we go further, Chris, what is this segment, huh? Uh, this is our opening <laughs> segment on episode 244 of Weekly Game Chat. I think that's the correct, correct number. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and this is uh, when we just shoot the, and uh, if you don't want to hear that, then look down the show notes yeah, in your episode description, and you can see when the topic time starts. You might go, what is that uh, this week? <laughs> this but, is going well. <laughs> <laughs> but afterwards, click on it, and maybe you'll find out about a game that you didn't know Or a movie like we did last week. Who knows, yeah, yeah. right? Who knows? Yeah. He's still doing well, apparently. Yeah, that Sonic. 8.5 John gave Sonic. <laughs> I hate Holding John. up. I hate you so bad. <laughs> I didn't go as well as I hoped it went. I was trying to just, you know, say go see it. It's fine. Yeah, but did you re-listen and see how you bashed the movie and made anyone not want to see it? Did I bash it? <laughs> Probably. I could have. I was <laughs> you, having an off day that week. Well, you just did. <laughs> it sucked. Was it pretty terrible? No, it was in good. hindsight, it was really good. Yeah, but it it blew. Yeah. Doosh. Oh my God! My daughter's calling me. Does she not know I'm on a podcast? Okay. What's a podcast? We ain't She's, this week. She called last time, last week, trying to um, get into Disney something. John, yeah, we're gonna go do trivia tomorrow. We're probably gonna get reamed. No, we got this. I have, I have people who believe. Have we in confirmed us. Josh is coming? Yeah. Okay. He, he better be coming. You need to uh, message him right now on the air. <clears throat> That's really and see if he responds. Yeah, you should probably All do right. that. Yeah, because otherwise we'll probably need a runner. I'm the runner. I know yeah, that, he's but be if he's not here, I'm the runner. <laughs> Chorus is the runner. I, I, I have someone who is. I have someone who found out about the um, the trivia bee. Yeah, that is 
tomorrow, Tuesday, February uh, 25th. We're recording on Monday. We're recording on an extra day because we have to do the Trivia B, and we want to make sure you guys get the episode on this Wednesday that you've downloaded and listened to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a guy at work who was very excited to be possibly able to sign up for the Trivia B. I told him it was too late, so we may have a fill-in. Oh. I don't know that you'll like the fill-in. He does know John. He does know you. He works with me. Oh, no. You, no, you don't know. No, 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 no. Oh, no. You don't know. You don't know, buddy. If it's a if it's a guy I drink beer with, I'm fine nope, with. Nope, nope. It is. You will not. Know. Is it a guy whose brother I drink beer with? No. Oh. Is it a guy that? Uh, hold on here. <clears throat> has a bald head? No, no. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. I like doing that to you guys. Teasing. <laughs> Just a tip. <laughs> we gotta shut this down. Shut the show down. Start over. Who can we find? To prevent him from bringing this mystery person on, I would I would say that if uh, someone if, you work with, yeah, if uh, if we needed one though, probably one of the ones you mentioned would work. Hmm. You know, probably the G if he's available. Someone subs hmm. for you? No, 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 no. You, you, no, you won't guess it. They know you though. See what oh. I did there? <laughs> I can ask my mom. No. What the? I don't mean because I mean. She would know. Do you know what we, I mean? She would know things we would not know. Right, but do you do you understand why I said no, or was that a, was that a deep move to say no? Tell the truth right now, Jonathan. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Did um? I didn't. I didn't sounds weird when you call me Jonathan. I know. I saw the look on your face. You're like, wait a minute. We're not in the bedroom. This wait. What? Whoa. Where am I? And mm. we're back. <laughs> What um what all did you get into this week, man? So much. Pretty much just Apex and uh South Park. Yeah, you read down I walked in today and Chris is playing the South Park the um fractured buttle. Butthole. Butthole. Because W H O L E. Yeah, it's hole. Yeah. Just like hole. Yeah. <laughs> hole. Hole. Uh <laughs> I too uh every night towards the end of the gaming that I do, um I hop on Apex. Do you? Yeah, just for a little while. You can run that on your PC? On my PlayStation 4 Pro. Yeah, yes, I guess John. that'll work. Yeah. Is he really running if he's only going 60 frames per second? <laughs> yeah, what else do you need? 140. I dominate, dude. Constant you are Because the you're on the baby one. He's on the baby one, the PlayStation 4 Pro, the watch baby it, watch one. It, watch it, watch Real people play on PC. <laughs> there, was a time, players there was a time when you guys hated what, it's a hated what you've become. <laughs> It's and, the greatest console. Still know that I still hate you. No, I actually, you know, and we'll, we might get into this later, but I'm a little intimidated by this new Xbox coming uh, out. It's like, geez, does my PC even measure up to this thing? Yours does not. John, why are you calling your Richard a PC? That's a good point. I shouldn't have said that out loud. Mm. See how Chris definitively said mine. Are you Scottish or Irish? What, did, what do you always say? Yeah, I'm both. I'm, I don't want to lie to you. I don't, I, I'm like, look. If you were dying and we were in the wilderness, I'd be like, John, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do for you. And then I'd probably just stab you in the side and be like, go to sleep, little buddy. <laughs> and I'd bury you. And, and then and I'd feel sad. It, yeah, I want you to know it was, it was a, it was the necessary truth at that point. Right? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how to break this to you <laughs> other than to just do it quick. <laughs> it's like, sorry, buddy. <laughs> Drop Hilarious. a rock. But what did you find out, buddy? <laughs> You found out some things. What are we talking about? The Xbox and its specs and your computer. I oh, know. I mean, how many, how much power this new console has compared to what I. This isn't have a, as a PC. Yeah, 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 
Yeah. I we just, can I, we can we I, can still talk. About I want to just no. the overview, the high level view, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Just gloss over it real quick. Just tip the customized I, AMC core processor. The what is it? Uh, that, now we're getting a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah now yeah, we're not so much going. bird's eye, right? We're going yeah. down into the dirty. I thought uh, that's what you were just asking. No, me that's do. that's the specs. But see, it's funny because I couldn't see the note, so I didn't know what we're talking about. That's yeah. funny. Because for some reason, my phone all of a sudden, if anybody knows why your iPhone um, will did not. You see if that I, fixed I, it? I did. Probably? It didn't. Uh-oh. Um, so we would give each other. Um, I could say anything right now. We would give each Do other it. blank. Um, John or, or whatever, if we send um, stuff in our, our messenger area um, and we have, like, say, a doc or doc X document. That's a word document for you folks out there who don't know. Is he having an aneurysm? Um, shut your face. I used to be able to open them just fine, yeah. and today I couldn't open it. And I got here and showed the boys, and Chris was like, "Well, you just need to probably restart your phone." It just still didn't work. So I restarted the phone, and it didn't work. And then all previous um, links that you gave me via DocX documents, they're not working now. So now Chris has Google Document app not working, and he has a virus. Yeah, right. Jeez, Norton did block an attack, dude. It did, dude. That's legit. Do you see that right there, John? That's good stuff. That's why you pay for Norton right there. <laughs> this show sucks. This show's amazing. This is us being us. This is us being us, John. You know? Uh, and sometimes, sometimes that's good enough, you know? Is it? <laughs> yeah. I don't like the way John looks in his presidential jacket again. Right. How was Iowa this yeah, week? Yeah, look, you're about to go to Iowa. To- no, I was just... No, I'm already president. Yeah. I'm just heading to Camp David for the weekend. It is a Camp David looking jacket. Yeah. Gorbachev is coming over. We're going to smoke some Old school, huh? Gorbachev. About, Are you making any pit days. stops on the way to South Carolina, or are you just going straight there? No. Just uh, just straight there. Okay. Uh, I did... Uh, speaking of... Well, that's not... A, no. But I did, uh, as far as viewing... I did start the uh, Hunters on the Amazon Prime. Tell mm. me, oh, is that the Pacino show? A Pacino where they're hunting the Nazis. Nine. Mm. Uh, it's done by the Jordan Peele. Yeah. Um, I'm iffy on it right now, and I'm, I'm pretty deep into the series. I've heard mixed things yeah. from what I saw yeah. on the review. And I feel so. mixed, Chris, so that's on point. Okay. The, the stuff that's good is really good, and then there's some stuff where you're like, It's huh? kind of like Sonic. It, it was like <laughs> maybe I think I read Give like, it 8.5 if I recall, <laughs> like IGN summary was basically like it tries to be kind of like how the boys was for superheroes right and it's kind of up and down how well that works yeah you know it's like it's got it's hard in the right place I'm trying think, to do this it's and just I, the execution I, and see I think the way that the I don't think it should have went the boys way mm. like the way that I, I just feel this could have been I don't I don't know yet I need to finish it and see how it kind of ends before I come to a conclusion. That's but, a good idea. Um, I can't remember. Was it last? Did I say last week if I had, um, I was watching last season of Bear Call Saul and I finished that. I don't. Yeah, I think we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That. It's, a, it's a two night thing going on right now. Apparently. Um, at the time that you guys hear this in your ears, the two nights have already happened. Yeah. Because see, John, it'll They've be Wednesday. Nights. This is how Back to the Future works. <laughs> They, uh, I could see why they made uh, this one after finishing. Though I was like, I see why this is going to be the final season. That makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. So makes you sense. just pulled everything for me. Thanks yeah. a lot. It's all good, man. I hate you. Die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
They all die. Yeah, it turns out we we know where they're going, but it's such a good prequel. It yes. really is. It, yeah, re- it really is. is. That Bob Odenkirk, I tell you what. He's got, good. He's got some acting chops on him, huh? Doesn't he? I just like always have to is remind that Saul? Him. Yes. yes. Saul good, man. It's really weird with him because I'm like, you were the dude from Mr. Show. And like, that's what no I... No clue. No clue what that is, Chris. Way back. It was on HBO. It was like a show that him and Dave Cross made, a sketch comedy show, and they made it for not a lot of money. And if you told me... That guy? Yeah, that guy from 25 years ago was going to go on to be, you know, yeah. on one of the best TV shows of uh, the last decade. I would be like, no, no. He and makes, then be on another one. He makes me want to work at Cinnabon <laughs> as a manager. I'll tell this you that show, much. That show just makes me like Mike as a character even more. Mike is mm-hmm. he's a very likable he's character. He's a very interesting. Yeah. So he, he, he reminds me of a, an actor that basically just shows up to the set and plays himself. Like I can imagine him just being that guy and be, the, and the pimento cheese sandwiches. I would love it if he was completely opposite though. Oh, like, <laughs> Hi guys. Hello. I want and then you. like, they're like action. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, a, that would be so weird. Like so weird, dude. Yeah. We're going to do this. <laughs> but the, the, the last one, uh, the one that just dropped on Netflix, which season is it? The fourth season. So I saw the third one. The third one was just the, the, the when With he the fire, just, when he just, tears apart his brother on the stand. Oh, man. That was some of the best drama I've ever seen. That was well Also, done. was a reminder of how good, because he doesn't get enough credit, Michael McKean is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from... I'm like, that's a dude from... This is Spinal Tap right there. Yeah, and Coheads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's been in a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it was very, very, very good. Um, I'm not sure. I, I might have to wait... To watch the final season because I do not have access to AMC at the moment, like uh, easy access. I could see if maybe I could get my parents' password to don't say that. Watch it online, no, but we'll see. Don't do it. Okay. I watched uh, this wasn't over the weekend, but it was last weekend. I watched the a Netflix documentary called The Pharmacist. Yeah, I've been I did see to that. Watch yeah, that. how was that? It was very good. It it um, it it has it's like a three episode documentary. I think they're each an hour. The first one has to has to cover a story that defines the main character, the pharmacist, before it gets into what the the what the second and third episode are really about. I believe the I've first seen, episode shows you why he yeah. became kind of what I, he became. I've seen that part of it. It almost sounds like it's a serial killer, the pharmacist. Yeah. But, I, uh, I was wondering that when I fired it up, but yeah, I've seen to the point because. From what I can recall, I was pretty drunk. Um, <laughs> it was one of those things I just like at like one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what's this? Farmers. Okay, click. Yeah. <laughs> but I got to the point where, as far as the uh, traumatic event in his yeah. life, I guess you could say, right? Yeah. And the show, I mean, it takes place obviously in New Orleans. My boss is from New Orleans. So what? I'm hear- I'm hearing all these people talk, and I'm like, man. Because she says like uh, this word, like she says the word about, but she'll say almost like it's Canadian about. About. Yeah, but it's like a about not, but it's, but it's like that doesn't sound right. It's like why is she trying to say this Canadian? Mm-hmm. And then I hear this person in this documentary pretty much sound that sound it just like that. But I'm like, well, that's French Canadian. Yeah. New Orleans is French, French people, so maybe there's just some sort of tie-in. And then there's one guy in the documentary, he sounds exactly like her husband. Oh, wow. This beautiful Cajun, um, 
New Orleans New Orleans accent. Hmm. It sounds like well, Harry Connick Jr. kind of accentuates it a little bit, but it sounds like that. Anyway, um, yeah. but that's not what it's about. Anyway, what's that about? What's that about? <laughs> a boot. It's about this guy who takes on the the opioid epidemic back before people were even talking about the opioid ep- epidemic. It is an epidemic. There's a couple of good things yeah. on, on Netflix about that. Yeah. He kept seeing people come into his pharmacy yeah. just week after week after week. And he, he would put, he would put these names in his records mm-hmm. to sort of keep track of it. And he'd watch the obituaries and like 50% of these people would die within a year yeah. because they get on this stuff. It's oxycodone. Um, it's, it's just really fascinating stuff. Very addictive. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I recently, I don't know if I said this, I watched the Who Killed Malcolm X documentary. What's that on? Um, Netflix. Really? It's, it's is a, that like a question? Is that I, what I it's feel called? Like that was mm-hmm. resolved. No, it's, it <laughs> is like, it, it is as far as the, yeah. um, the, the, the history. Well, there was speculation on. <laughs> no, I'm whether, trying to think of how to say this. I know that. But there was one person in particular who who mm-hmm. early on saw some things and it just didn't make sense. So uncovering things mm. um, occurs and and it's all like an eight part eight or nine eight episode um, documentary. But I found myself just you know in it and I was like, wow, this is this is cray. Mm-hmm. So, okay, yeah, I'll give that a look. Yeah, it was it was very enlightening and good mm-hmm. for sure. I, and I was telling my class, uh, I, in in my real job, I'm I'm part of training, and I you know I'm in classes with people. So if you ever hear me say in class today, um, I explain that you you're know, an educator, you know, and uh, yeah. hey, <laughs> you, um, uh, but like you know, Netflix has this algorithm that it 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 bases on your viewing, right? <laughs> I have to completely just look up. My algorithm, because I'll go from. How does some, it do it? It's like it, it says there's a ninety percent chance you'll like this, or a sixty percent. Yeah, chance it does the like thing. This. So mm-hmm. it says, yeah, and I, I am all over the place. Like there's no, I think it knows that I like uh, World War II documentaries and history mm. things. It knows I like comedy. Um, it knows I like like Star Wars and Avengers. But then I'll just go something think, will get my attention. Like, well, I think in part what it does. Um, is it's working in the sense of what have you, it, it gives preference to two big things. What have you been watching recently? Uh-huh. Is there are things right here that are similar to that, that you have not watched. And then do you have certain things that you are consistently watching? Right. And it's waiting those two yes. things together to give you You're a right. good list. Yeah. Well, well I, what, the reason I know I've messed it up is because there'll be some things that show up that are maybe trending or, mm. Just one of the different areas you go down into, right? And I'll click on something I love, and it'll say like fifty four percent probability. And yeah. I'm like, well, I need to go ahead and like that, so it knows I like it. So I'll go through and like like things that I know I like, dislike things that I dislike, so it can you know, it's not a bad idea. Clear it up a little bit. You, you really know? into World War Two? Just the the idea of yeah, man. The would you be interested in reading? Yes, probably. It if depends. it's still there, if you like that stuff. uh I think it's on Netflix. Ken Burns is a uh, Vietnam. Oh, I started watching it, man. Ken Burns movies. That was a complicated documentary. Yeah. yeah. They're so bored. good though. You can get bored well, for, by it. for analytical people that do analysis uh, all day. To me, it's, it, it's just interesting because <laughs> it is like, um, it's a very complex one, right? It's yeah. not something that's clear cut. Right. Right. So, right. but still like when you get to the later parts of that thing and you just see how 
bad it got over there. What, remember, not too long ago, I told you I watched the one that Tom Hanks did on HBO. Yeah. yeah. What was on, that one? Band of Brothers. Oh yeah, not the documentary, but the no the, the documentary. Music. Yeah, it was also called Band of Brothers, wasn't it? <clears throat> Or so, anyway, young Tom Hanks walks out on the screen. He's doing the narration, and it's yeah, that's just Band of Brothers. And then, um, yeah, Band of Brothers it wasn't a documentary. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And then they did the next, the next the series, Pacific. the Pacific ones. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you got, John? What book? Well, if you uh, there's a new book coming out tomorrow from mm-hmm. my. He's actually my favorite nonfiction writer. Mm-hmm. Um, by Eric Larson, his name, it, the, the book is the splendid and the vile. And it's about the 12 months of the blitz Ooh. and how ending with Dunkirk and how Winston Churchill, um, handled it. The blitz show. Yeah. That was a thing. Yeah. He was like, Eric well. Larson is like this interesting guy. He writes historical books, but he writes them in the setting of sort of like a narrative, Stuff where so he, you're where reading somebody, a nonfiction, but it feels fiction. Exactly. Yeah. Like his the first book ever read by him was The Devil in the White City, and it was about H. H. Holmes, who was a prominent serial killer during the World's Fair. So uh-huh. a lot of a lot of historical writers will take will decide to write about the World's Fair mm-hmm. or about World War II. Eric Larson takes a takes like a pie cut mm-hmm. and focuses on a story within. A bigger stage. so in this one he's like Winston Churchill's like well I'm not prime minister I'm no actually minister. It, it's it starts the day he becomes oh, okay. prime minister and How I think you know? it, I think it covers the twelve months hmm. I've watched some interviews about, about leading book. up to the book mm-hmm. yeah and we've we've hen- we've we've done this before we go Ooh, we both like this genre mm-hmm. or this history or you know there's one he wrote about um, called in the Garden of Beasts. Mm-hmm. I think I haven't read it yet. I have it on my shelf. It's mm. uh, it's about I forget the name of the ambassador, an ambassador during the beginnings of Nazi Germany, an American ambassador and his family, mm-hmm. and their and their struggles to do the thing they did, but ultimately try to get out. Mm-hmm. I haven't that read that one yet. Fascinating. I think they gave it a nine point nine. They better. You see what it did? Yeah, they better. Anyway, have. I'm sorry. No, no. Just thought like you might be interested in that. Yes. Kind of stuff. Like let's 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 keep that going. Okay. Okay. He also wrote something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know I'm interested in the topic. <laughs> my sister got married over the weekend. Uh-huh. Nobody yeah, asked did. me about my sister. Congrats. Yeah. I was gonna let that come up Thanks organically. We, we couldn't go. <laughs> That's like, fine. We met. How um yeah? How did that go? I was the greatest maid of honor mm-hmm. God ever gave man. Mm-hmm. It didn't look like he had a very nice dress. It looked like a suit. It was, a, it was a suit. It was really tight cut. <laughs> and you say you're a traditionalist. I got to see... Um, it was a very progressive wedding. Was uh, a friend of uh, Mikey's wedding. I think he's he's in that, this circle of friends. His mm-hmm. name's Casey. Do you, yeah. You know Lynch. him. Yes, well, I didn't want to put his entire information. Yeah, but he, he has was, a name that's like so common. I he was uh, really. he was the preacher at my wedding this weekend. Or oh. him and his wife. You got married this weekend? Yeah, at the wedding I I was oh. playing music for as a DJ. He was the preacher, the, the officiant. Wedding? Oh wow! Yeah, hmm. it was nice. That was a good. It was a good time. So I'm he glad out in the country. I'm glad both the weather held up for for your for oh, your wedding oh, and yeah. for it was a beautiful day. It got a little chilly when the night ended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, it was nice. It was a good day for it was, marriage. It's like they knew she was getting married. Yes, indeed. Well, well again, I don't think she listens, um, but I'm glad everything went well and congratulations for sure. She was for very real. happy with it. Yeah. Very, very, very nice. I didn't, huh? I didn't, I didn't mess up the train. Mm-hmm. Oh, how was your dad? Oh man, did it? Did he cry? So everybody's saying that you know. So my brother walks her down the aisle. My yeah. father officiates the wedding, and I'm the maid of honor. <laughs> so it's like this. It's so perfect. So it's it like really this. Is. It's like this triangulation of of the barren men seeing each other. Yeah, and my wife's going, "Your uh, wife, you're gonna cry. You you're gonna cry. You're gonna cry." I'm like, "No, I'm good. I'm good." And dad's like, I think I'm great. You know, so the door opens, Katie comes out and my dad immediately goes. <laughs> <laughs> Was he in a microphone? No. Oh, it's not. a. It wasn't a big auditorium. But so the moment I see him blubbering, you're done. No, I go, oh, oh, you that no looks hearts. ridiculous. Right. I can't do that. Right. So it almost kind of knocked me out of any potential. Because emotion. You no heart. Yeah. And so my brother actually <laughs> walks down the aisle and as he walks up to my dad, he slaps himself. My brother slaps himself in the face and the room kind of busts up a little bit. Thought that was funny. So we made it. Uh, good. It was but good. dad did break down. I told you. Yeah. He had, he struggled a little bit. That's his baby girl, man. You'll understand funny. if you ever have a baby girl. Well, That's all Aiden, I'm saying. Aiden's my baby girl. Good point. Good counterpoint, John. <laughs> So, oh. so uh, topic? Yeah, Chris. <laughs> Chris is bored. Chris is like, yeah. no. Yeah, let's do it, man. Yeah. What are we talking about? Topic time, 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 time. The topic is indivisible. I could have gone longer. <laughs> I couldn't get there fast enough. <laughs> well, I'm glad we started that way because I was, for some reason, I got depressed. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm better now. You should be better. I bounced back. It'll be fine. You hear me? However <sighs> it goes, John, always know it'll be fine. It'll be exactly how it was supposed to be, John. I thought we were supposed to be indivisible. <laughs> Injustice for all? Sean, what does indivisible mean? <laughs> it means that you can't divide it. Absolutely. That's... <laughs> yeah. Hey, you never know. Sean's dumb. <laughs> I just wanted to check. You're giving me practice for the literacy bee tomorrow. Is that oh, a question? Man. That's right. I am so excited about that. Oh, I should, uh, I should, I should, I should, I should note... Chris, what are you doing? Oh my God, so many sound effects right now. John, this is an ASMR show. John remarked before we started that penny I made was shedding. Self, I made yourself come. And then, like, that has a lot of hair. Yeah, and I like looked down. I was <laughs> like, I thought you just meant on her, right? And then I like looked down on the couch. I was like, oh no. Oh, okay. You got a vacuum. This dude. has got to go. That's, that's, uh, well, that's just, what I do. I push it off and then I vacuum yeah. it up, you know? Yeah. You push it off, vacuum it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, John, you played a little trinket of a game called Indivisible. That's what we can definitely say. It's a definitely a trinket. A little trinket. Yeah. This game, yeah, I've had my eye on it for a while. I was waiting for it to sort of go on sale and, and simultaneously waiting for it to come on, on Switch. 
it hasn't come on Switch yet. I don't think it's been announced. For, well, it's been announced for Switch, but it hasn't come out yet with no announced date yet. But it came out back in October. Um, it just had the look and feel of something that I t- I'm typically drawn to. From what I remember seeing, people are saying this is kind of like the Valkyrie Chronicle games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's that with with its combat style mixed in with um, basically Metroidvania, hmm. which I can't imagine how this would appeal to me. But the game is called um, uh, Indivisible, and they are calling it basically an action role-playing platform game. Sounds terrible. It sounds just, there's a lot going on. And you would think that a game like this, I think it was a, a Kickstarter game. It was an, I think it was announced back in 2015. But you would think a game like this would do, what's got, what you got? I don't mean to be a complete sidetrack right now. No, not at all. But this has to be known. I want it to be known. I just saw an ad because I'm about to pull up the um, Indivisible Walkthrough Part 1 on YouTube as you talk. Yeah. And uh, a Jimmy Dean biscuit roll-up ad just came on. Where, where, where is it at? Dude. We got to go get it dude. now. I didn't know this existed. Show's canceled. It's going to have Jimmy <laughs> Dean sausage in it. It's going to be rolled up in a biscuit. OMG. Man. Okay. Side I track. don't want to talk about this. <laughs> Sidetrack done. Well, I'm I'm not back yet. <laughs> oh my god! The game looks very pretty, like a paint paint. Yeah, and that's the that's the immediately what ju- jumps on the page. It's very um, it's very animation style. Um, it, it, in fact, the opening cinematic is very anime. Um, it's actually influenced by a, a lot of it is heavily influenced by uh, Southeast Asian kind of culture things like that. Hmm. Um. <laughs> Chris is like, hmm, that's woke. Well, he thought he, well, he thought he at first. I don't know. Never mind. I'm done. Stop. <laughs> I didn't know how to get to the joke, so I just hit the old eject button. button. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, you're still going. So, I mean, basically, let's, let's start with the premise of it. You're basically you play the role of Ajna, who's a 16 year old girl growing up in this village, whose father is the leader of the village. Um, so she's in, in, in essence, a, a princess. And so the game's story kicks right off with, um, her village being attacked and somebody just basically burning down her village. So it starts off as, as this sort of revenge premise. She's going out to make the person responsible pay for what they did. And he, she immediately teams up. It's a little bit strange. She, she immediately teams up with the uh, individual who pretty much led the attack on the village, which which kind of dives into the premise of the game. For some reason, um, this character known as Dar gets kind of his his entity, his incarnation, if you will, as the game calls it, gets sucked into her brain, gets sucked mm-hmm. into her head. So basically, all these characters that you encounter throughout this game, which are tons of characters. Um, and some of them, depending on how you play the game, you might never discover. They all wind up getting sucked into her head, which is kind of how the premise goes of being indivisible. So it's one part apocalypto. Jeez. And one part. Nobody knows what you're talking about, Chris. (laughs) Hold on. on. And one part inside. Uh, sure. Yeah, that's Dude, interesting. When she pulls the stuff in her head, she literally pulls it in her head, like from this third eyeball or something. Yeah. And then 
This this already sounds like Japan. It really is. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 heavily influenced. Japan. So and she can always she can always um, meditate and go inside her head, and inside her head it's this lush green world where she can visit all the characters, talk to them a little bit, things like that. So there's this there's this thing you can do periodically whenever you feel like you want some downtime. You meditate, hit the up. Um, so the left left thumbstick up, and it takes you inside of her head, where you can communicate with all these characters that you encounter. Kind of like a wizard in The Witcher. Yes. Oh yeah. Just like that. I'm trying to bring as many things. That's right. For context, <laughs> is this company or are they from Five Hundred Five? It's Five Hundred Five is the publisher. I yeah. don't remember. I, I should, but I don't remember the developer. Mm. It's terrible, John. It is. Terrible. That's normally a John like signature. Yeah. This you is know? this is really. Uh, See that? This is That's slack. the ball being dropped over yep. there. Ball is dropped. Yeah. Never drop a ball, John. But uh, you cup it. <laughs> Especially when you're going across the goal line. You yes. cup it and protect it. <laughs> but you know, w- when she encounters these people, their 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 incarnations, if you will, get sucked into her head. Yeah. And they come out um when it's time to fight. Basically, so they're like Pokemon. This is yeah. where the RPG fighting element comes into play. Yeah. And it's this first character she meets, um, Dar, who reveals to her that he was that he was working on orders from this warlord named Ravanavar, which I practiced that several times. In the he did well, saying, Ravanavar. Now. Ravanavar. And Does he, he order this, the attack on their village. Bum, he does. Uh, Ravanavar. And he and he looks he looks a lot like Jafar from Aladdin. So it's 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 that heavily influenced uh, Southeast Asia stuff. So it looks like Jafar, <laughs> but issued a Emperor Palpatine order to take down order sixty six. Yeah. And, and then yeah, they burn sure. down the village, huh? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So there's I'm there's some games together. like if you combine two if you combine two types of genres, it's oftentimes you find that one side one aspect of the game is acceptable and the other part shines. That's fair. I would argue that this one um, shines in both ways. I would honestly say the combat in this game is the star, but the platforming is quite exceptional. Hmm. Um, I mean, and, and just like a Metroidvania, when I say Metroidvania, I mean you discover certain areas of a map that are inaccessible and you sort of know by deduction that later on in the game, you'll develop a skill that'll help you go back (laughs) to that area and access those new areas. So that's what, that's what I mean through that. And the platforming, I, it's the platforming starts off really slow. It's basic jump, a basic sprint, but over time you gain these, gain these new abilities, double jump. (laughs) <laughs> kind of run and it it uh it's so you're immediately given pretty soon in the game the weapon that your mother had which is just an axe and it helps you climb access higher access higher walls in the game by um chopping the wall with an axe and then lifting yourself up even higher to you know, vault those things. That's not now, how as that far, works. Now, as far not not typically, <laughs> especially when you're literally chopping into an iron wall. Yeah. It, that, that's not how it works. But you know, Japan. It's Japan. <laughs> uh, you kind of get a double jump in a sense where you are gifted with uh, a spear at some point during the game, and you pull vault much higher. And it's actually a pretty cool mechanic. It looks cool when you do it. Um, you're also given a bow, which helps you access. So you get different weapons throughout the game, different new abilities that help you access these hard-to-reach places, like my 
contained. Anyway, the combat. Did you just say no? Tank? What? Not at all. Yeah. The combat is really is really. Someone something. is driving with their family right now, yeah. and the child or, just went, "Daddy, Daddy, what's, what's a tank?" tank? Well, or they're or they're like halfway listening. Maybe an email just popped up at work, yeah. and then they hear you talking. But then you say "taint," and they go, and they, "Did well. he just? Did he just say?" And they type. They, Susan's <laughs> typing an email and just hears. Did, did he just say taint? And she says, and she types the word accidentally taint. into an email. Yeah. Great job, John. You did Daddy, it. Daddy, what's a taint? It's you, a grundle. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know. Good old grundle. But the combat really is is something. You know, this is a this is a happy midway point for someone who thinks that turn-based RPGs, where obviously you're taking your turn, they attack and you attack, can be boring to some people. Yeah, to me. Hate them. Yeah, but but with this game, it's it's like it's like it's like a hybrid of it's turn based, but it's also real time in the sense of it really relies heavily on power hits and heavy combos, and your ability to attack regenerates during your turn. So sometimes, depending on how you play it, you can attack and attack and attack for the longest time. In other words the length of your turn is determined by the skill you've de- the skill you've developed over time to hit heavy combos like the highest combo i got combo actually, yeah the highest combo i got was last night and it was like 250 nice um sounds just, a little bit like just working them dude mm-hmm. it sounds a little bit like final fantasy 9 i think it might be 10 there's one of them that kind of did that thing, mm-hmm. like where it's like, look, there's real time going on that you have to be aware of, mm-hmm. especially with like the enemy. But like you could just keep building things up. Yeah. But me- maybe not to the level of what you're saying. Yeah. It's just it's really it's really action based, really fast. And you can att- you can use all your characters to even attack at one time. But. Your your team, you you have like a whole roster as you progress the game. It, it continues to grow, but you have a whole roster of people that you can choose from. But uh, you're but you have to stick to a team of four when you're in combat. The main character, how do you say her name? Ajna. Aj Ajna. Ajna. A J N A. Ajna. Ajna. Hmm. Um, and you're 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 only allowed to have four characters in combat at any given time. Um. And each character is assigned a face button. That's their attack. It's it's just as simple as that. So if you're and and the the way they're positioned on the screen, it looks like the the court the that makes the sense. simulation yeah. of the face buttons. So it's like in a diamond shape. So you know <clears throat> each attack is assigned to that particular button on the on on the face buttons. But you can variation. You have variations to those attacks by. Um, pushing the st- uh, the left stick up or pushing the left stick down, um, and there's variations on those attacks. Typically, the up is a heavy attack. Mm-hmm. Just hitting the button by itself is a normal attack. Um, and so, right now, one of the disadvantages of it is you kind of get used to a a select four. You kind of want to get used to and become familiar with a select four. And the game sort of lets you do that. It would have it, it would have been much more interesting if the game and how it was structured and, and its difficulty levels as you progress sort of forced you to.
become more fluent with different types of characters who have different types of attacks and strategies. See, that's always a risky thing. Though. It is a risky yeah. thing. It's a balance. Yeah, it is. because most people who do play these games, they have a style that they're going for and they hate it. Like, you know, because they make some you play of, it a yeah, certain way. Some of these games, like, you know, when you're talking about 80, 90 hour games and you're like, well, for these next 15 hours, I have to use this character mm-hmm. that I hate using. Yeah. It can sour people. But I wonder, um, so if you didn't use someone, right, mm-hmm. do they consistently also level up or whatever? For the or? most part. Okay. Yeah. It, it does a pretty good job. But, you know, when you introduce a new character, they come in at your level even the characters that are in your back roster are progressing with you to go. So it makes the, com- yeah, it makes the combat a little bit more forgiving. So you have no hesitation. Um, you know, some of the, hes- I've, I've, tr- I've experimented with different characters and, you know, a lot of times my attraction to certain t- characters and how they attack is based on sometimes when they attack, they just don't feel like they're powerful. Like this, uh, for the what's the one that everybody was sort of raving about was um, what was her name? I got it written down. Thorami. She's sort of like this. She uses water as an attack, where she she throws water <laughs> everywhere, and then she does this rainbow um, move. And what that rainbow move does is when it when she when she throws water she leaves these droplets of water on the ground. And when she activates the rainbow, those water droplets become um, life potions for your teammates, but That's poison good. to your enemies. It's really a cool thing in, 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 in concept. I have, and it's, it's likely I just haven't gotten the hang of her yet. Um, you were the guy that when you were playing Octopath, you were like, I'm not messing with this dancer character. <laughs> I got used to her. I yeah. had, I forced myself because she's, she's actually becomes when, especially when you, um, when you get the second level of skills, yeah, she the, becomes very useful. The technical characters are always the best ones in these yeah. games, but yeah. it's, it's that learning period that can be a pain. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so you always have, you always have to have Ajna as your, as your base character. You can't interchange her because she's the one that has everybody in her brain. Um, the ones, uh, the, the one I've kept with me the entire time was Dar. He's the first character you, you encounter because he just has a really good heavy attack. And he's one of those characters that can, um, you can, you can skip the turn and basically use him to build up his power over. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Let's see what I did. Build up his power over a couple of turns so that when you finally unleash him, it's everywhere. <laughs> Listeners, if you could have seen John's motion to build up his power. Yeah. I was trying to fist it. It's what? it's exactly how Richard builds its power every day. That's right. That's right. Uh, so, yeah. So, question. This has nothing to do with this, but hmm. I've, you said the enemy looks like Jafar. The, the baddie. Yeah. He kind of has a does, Jafar look. Does he have a bird? No. Although there's a character that, that, you, wasted. that you fight with. That has a bird. A, yeah, it's this it's this short girl with a giant bird on her shoulder. It's really funny. Is the bird voiced by Gilbert Gottfried? There's a lot yeah. of uh reading so far that I'm watching as you talk. A lot of a lot of dialogue. Yeah. Well, it's it, an it, RPG. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's the it's kind of the intro stuff. You get through it and it starts to become less and less. There is my favorite character in the game. Um her name is 
Rosmi. And she, I don't know if you ever, um, it's like the first or second season of The Legend of Korra, the waterbending twins. They're sort of dark and goth and with this really dry sense of humor. I didn't watch as much of everything. She's just, she's so hilarious, but she's being serious the whole time. She's really obsessed with the macabre. She's really obsessed with pursuing really gross and weird things. She's just kind of a real star of the cast, but overall the cast and the, and the voice acting is just incredibly well done. There's nothing that's really laugh out loud, funny. That's really nice what you're doing there. Um, but everything is really amusing and you and very chuckling. Chris, can you stop? <laughs> He's doing something weird, Sean. So you think this guy looks like Jafar? <laughs> Who are you seeing? Let me see. No, that's not. That's no. That's not. No, that's not. No, no, no. He, that's Dad. Yeah. <laughs> the guy that is he burning looks the like, village. He looks like that. No. The dad dude looks... Dar is who's burning the village, uh, who was ordered to do it by Ravanovar. Which is Jafar. Which whoever, is Jafar. Whoever that dude is looks like the owl this from... Guy. Uh, See that guy with his long sword? Yeah, that's Dar. That's Dar. Dar, who's Dar look like? Dar is, has white hair. Yeah, a big sword. He's, he's a young... <laughs> he's a young... So he's Sephiroth. I can't remember. We don't, we don't know what that is. From Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, Actually, I was when you pulled up that. So that was the father figure that Sean just had before. Yeah, yeah. But he, he looks he looks straight up like the um, the dude that was the owl from uh, from what you call it from Secro, the old guy who trained you beforehand. Yeah, I former, see that. Yeah, this like he sense. reminds me a lot of that. Dar, bro. Mm-hmm. Don't know uh, who he looks like. Yeah, one of the I, I guess one one of the criticisms I could say is. You know, you watch this burning of her village, the taking of her father in the beginning of this story, but it happens so quick. You know, some people criticize the openings of Twilight Princess and how long it was and Skyward Sword, other games like that. But at least it one thing those things did was it made you care about the characters that you're going off to save. Right. So, you know, yeah, these bad things happen to her and she immediately goes off on this revenge quest, which which evolves into something much different. Um, but you find yourself not really caring that much about what she went off to fight for. She know? didn't have her uh, twin setting sons moment. That Maybe were, so. Yeah. That made yeah. you go like looking off to the horizon, yeah. thinking of grand. Adventure. And you're like, man, yeah, she's yeah. about to F them up. Right. Yeah. And I know it's just a platformer. I get that. But, and, and that's, that's sort of, typical of the genre but it just i was, wish there was a little bit more there but the rest of it story-wise hitting those story beats the humor of the characters um just just the diversity of the characters and as many as i've encountered which so far are like 15 characters that i've encountered who've joined me in my own head um i i gotta hand it to the developer because it's so it can be so difficult to make that many characters feel very similar, but they all seem to sort of encapsulate their own personalities and have their own unique fighting styles. And that's really hard to do. Um, in addition to it, the, one of the things that's really prominent in this game is, is this thing called itty and that's spelled I D D H I. 
consider it like the force. You know? I wonder if it's based like id, you know, id. Um, Who knows? Maybe. I think you're wishing for that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like ego. But this, but the, but this particular, it's like your magic meter. It's like your power meter. Um, this really goes into helping you gain those heavy, high combo attacks. Um, you, you start with your itty meter in like three sections. It's squared off in three sections. Um, you can, and you can assign that itty power to a particular character. Who's, Whoa. Did she do it? Yes. Yeah. Ajna, for example, <laughs> Ajna can unleash, if she has a full meter, can unleash a power that, depending on her power level, rakes off like a hundred hits. So it's kind of like an ultimate meter. Yeah, definitely an ultimate meter. Mm-hmm. And you can even with those sec with those three sections on that meter, you can assign one section to one player, another section to the other player, and unleash from multiple people multiple hits. Mm-hmm. And I you know, I haven't really experimented too much with it, but I'm I'm trying to work my way up to four like tonight I'd like to go back and get like four hundred hits in a turn and all that stuff. Because that bring you know that builds up your you know your itty meter. If you make these constant quality hits, if you block it just the right time, it builds up your meter. Things like that. So the combat is just really, you know, for someone who's not really big on slow turn based stuff, I go you would. This is like a happy medium. You might really enjoy this because it's all. It almost feels like you're unleashing these combos the way you would in a platinum game how everything sort of comes together and everything's hitting on, on full cylinder. Um, just having that right combination of players that you're comfortable with making that turn last as long as possible and just unleashing hell on that enemy. It can be very, very satisfying. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, just a, so just a couple of different style characters. There's, there's characters that have heavy attacks. There's characters that focus on magic powers. There's characters that focus on really fast, quick hits that even by themselves just rake up in a certain turn. If they're not even using their itty, can rake up 60, 60 hits in a single attack. So it's just a wide range of different types of characters. And um, the there's a power-up mechanic in the game where it's uh, like these red gemstones and you will find them in the world, you know, hidden throughout the world and you take them to these uh, kind of like, I forget their names. They're kind of like these alchemists. So you can sleep. <laughs> um, and they say, I need to poot. Oh dear. Let it run. So they'll tell you one of them will tell you go up to both of them because the one of them um, deals in like, Right now, like I have the ability for basic attacks to attack three times in a turn. And you can you go up to this lady and you say, I'll I'll need this many gemstones to bring that up to four attacks in a turn. Okay. Or you can go to the his her partner who says, Bring me a certain amount of gemstones and I will boost your defense one level. Pretty basic stuff. Nothing nothing you haven't seen before. Um, but that's how it is. So, I mean, I mean, that, that basically sums it up. Um, I don't want to spoil too much story, but it gets, the story gets really good. You, you really start to care about what these characters are doing. 
you really care about what exactly is going on with Ajna and what she has discovered uh, about herself on this journey. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it, it turns, it comes from revenge, but it just, it morphs into something else. Um, as someone who's, you know, I had my eye on this for a while. I've really enjoyed it. If you're, you know, in this lull period where we're waiting for other games to come out, this is, this is really, this is really a good title to sort of, distract yourself with it's free on games pass that's why i ended up getting it on xbox but is it yeah it's free on on game pass it's been on sale on steam and psn and all that stuff it eventually will come to switch i was waiting for it to come to switch because it seemed like the right title to play on a on a handheld i wonder if it's free on pc games pass we could look real quick oh it might be yeah we could definitely because i was like i was like why haven't i seen this game on PC Game Pass, I'm like, well, that would explain it, right? You know, that Man, actually, it might not be on there. I actually would have liked to play it on on PC. PC yeah. Because <laughs> why would you play anything? Yeah. If you could yeah. play it on PC, yeah. Yeah. just the game. The game uh, looks enough already. The game looks really good. Um, the platforming. Can, the platforming can be really challenging. It's which is what you really want. Particularly as you progress and you the the and like any Metroidvania, the entire world is a big puzzle. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out how to access all these new areas, and some of the and some of the abilities you you know you get these power ups and you go now I can access this area. Well, accessing the area just because you have your jump doesn't mean you can necessarily reach it based on the jump. You have to treat it like it's a puzzle. You have to bounce off this wall and the right spot to you know cross that barrier. You said to have your jump. You gotta have your jump, and in my mind, you said and you gotta have too? your. No, I thought you said you gotta have your junk. I was like, what? Where is his mind? Sean? I don't know. My mind goes places. I don't know, man. I'm in my own little world. Um, how long have you been playing? So that oh yeah, the the game is from everything I've seen, the game is about thirty hours long. Okay, I've covered about twenty hours of it. So you feel like you're on the back half of it. Oh yeah, I'm definitely yeah. on the back half, and basically, I've been to every location. But it's one of the things it does is you access a location and realize you can't go very far. You have to go back and get this one and backtrack. You have to do a lot of backtracking, which sometimes, you know, that's that can be a chore, but they make it they they make it worth your while. That's good. Right now I'm actually kind of stuck I'm kind of in a stopping point where I'm going back to earlier parts of the game trying to access places. But yeah, it's I've played about twenty hours. Um, and it's de- it's definitely been a good time and a good distraction, dude. Mm. It, watching the um, you stated it very well. Watching the the fighting RPG element of it, mm-hmm. it's not like your traditional yeah RPG. Like they are constantly going at it. They're waiting. And I, what I love about it is, it's not just a character doing his turn and then another character. Right. You can unleash all of them if you want yeah, to. And they're just like welling. You can on yeah. You can do it one at a time. You can do two or three at a time. You can do. Uh, it's just. The versatility of how you fight so is versatile. really fun. It's just it, it feels like Ninja Gaiden or Bayonetta in in, in that in that capacity. This is not looking good, Chris. Yeah, either I can't spell. Right. <laughs> indivisible. That's no, right, right? Just his That's indivisible. Yeah. But it still should pop up. See, yeah, I guess yeah. not. No. Are you sure you're on Games Pass, buddy? Yes, I got irritated last night, and I should have known this, but I was excited that maybe I could play Mass Effect and Dead Space on PC because I had EA access. How good? Does but oh no, yeah, you gotta, you gotta have Origins. Yeah. I'm like, shut up! I hate you, EA. Anyway, that's 
another time. I need to see about this. I keep hearing about this game. World but, of Horror? Sorry. Off topic. Let oh, me yeah. see. Let it's me fine. see if I... You got Games Pass pulled up right now. I'm looking at games, buddy. There's a lot of PC games on the PC Game Pass, huh? This is true. Is that how that works? No, this is fun, too. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. You can do what you want with that. It, it's fun. Um, so... There's sometimes sometimes there's the there's the platforming where you know you've performed a function and it just didn't work. Like sometimes I will throw my axe into the wall mm-hmm. and it's like it decides to be real world and actually not embed itself into the metal. <laughs> but that can be frustrating at times. It's not it's not a constant thing, but sometimes you know you did an action correctly and the axe like just would not hit the wall correctly. So sometimes the physics can be a little off. Mm. Sometimes there's heavy spikes in difficulty in the game if you're not careful. Um so that can be kind of a kind of a kind of a bad situation. Um are these all the game pass games Chris? These are just indie games that they have on there. Oh. Yeah. Um John, have you ever been here? Mm-hmm. You seen this place? This oh, wonderful yeah. world. It's magical. PC Games Pass. This magical. is fun, and this is a. Um, I love that game. It is awesome. It's also a great. Uh, we're speaking of total accurate uh, battle simulator, which is it's awesome to watch, but it's also an awesome stress test of just how well can your system handle uh, stuff. You know, yeah, effects going on because <laughs> if you put like five hundred of these guys on the screen, try to run in four K, you might get like. 10 frames per second. <laughs> Hilarious. Unless you're overclocking. <laughs> but anyways. Um, John. You got anything else, buddy? Is it? Yeah. Is it covers it. it. Let me see. Hold on a second. Okay. Notes. Notes. Touch them notes. There you go. Well, this person has a gigantic like tiger on its head. You know why I almost downloaded? That's uh, uh, that's that's Rosmi. She's that sure is. She's the character I was talking about. She's so funny. She's so dry. Mm. Um, and she's really she got a twisted sense of humor. So. She went up and she, she, she did the th- and she's actually she's actually good she's actually a good character to have with you at all times if you if particularly if you're st- if you're just starting. Um, she's got some healing capabilities, um, and her tiger attack is just really tiger really strong tiger. She's a little weak when if she gets Yoga hit flame if she gets right. hit she's right, the, she's she's typically the first one in battle to die but. Um, <laughs> But otherwise, all good. Sean's so I, face. I would say, um, for what it is, yeah. Um, if you if you had a richer, it's how long would it be? It's a solid eight point three. Ooh, eight point three. I would recommend this, particularly if you're looking for something while you're waiting on the new stuff and you've got Game Pass. Just play this. It's just really great. Um, I don't think you'd be disappointed by it. Mm-hmm. So there you go. It may it yeah. I agree, John. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it, Chris. Chris, don't do it. Do it. (laughs) You need to do it. It's getting close. I'm thinking about it. it Yeah, he's he's hovering over um, Ori in the Blind Forest, the definitive edition. I have not played the definitive edition. What's definitive about it? There's some new areas, which I have not played. I'm stuck in this one area. I need help, guys. Get good. I can't. I don't know. That's the only. I don't know what to do. Like good. I'm at a point where I don't know where to go. Google. I don't even know how to Google what I need to do. I it's am like, that lost. I had someone who who was like with that this weekend. And, <laughs> You're blind and, in the forest. And yes. it, it's like when I just don't know how to do this. I'm like, 
you live in a world in a that world. has more access to knowledge than at any point in history. You're, you're absolutely it's right. It's interesting you say that because on this game, Indivisible, yeah. there's not a lot out See, there. Uh, yeah, I would imagine that, like something like that, I could imagine yeah. being the case. Versus, but I mean, Ori is not that big of a game. We need to end the show. Oh my god. Ori in the Black Forest, total sales. There it is. He typed in and he went he won. No, you can get in Spanish. Right there for you. Uh Donde esta Oreo in the Blind Forest. <laughs> this uh this Characteristic decay. This is uh Ori's right around the corner. Yeah. Like it's the first That's what I was March. saying. Like we're so we were talking we're getting, between the break and close. I was like, we're so close we're to close. having having stuff again because it's just been very different from um from last year where really the only point we struggled was to get to to what you call it um kingdom hearts 3 mm-hmm. and then afterwards like you got resident evil 2 and there was something either surprising you coming out and being like oh we need to cover that or else there was something already planned and now um, this year it's like doom well animal cross yeah ori resident evil 3 mm-hmm. and that's just there's a Yakuza game that's actually supposed to be really good. It's, R- it's feel, a turn-based RPG. I feel like there's I don't a new like you anymore. I feel like there's a new Yakuza game like every every yes. day. Yeah, <laughs> I was like looking at like when they, they release do one. But you went from like non-RPG guy yeah. to like you played Octopath Traveler and everything changed. Everything I was like, what Did you just is call this it Octopath Traveler? No, he got it. Octopath okay. Traveler. Yeah, in my years, it sounded like. Well, you that need game, to get you. that game. Come at me. Change. Come me. at me, bro. Game changed me. It did, yeah. and, and now then, you're on a PC. Dragon Quest so now you're gonna play South the deal. So now oh, you're gonna play South Park: oh, The Fractured Butthole. Oh, right. Yeah, I don't want to play John. That. Oh, yeah. it's not that long of a game. John. Anyways, yeah, it's on sale. <laughs> Gosh, Target. Target. Twenty four dollars. Twenty four dollars ninety nine cents. Hang in there till Friday, girl. Dragon Quest Builders too. We just got a bonus. <laughs> Where do you think that money went? Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Uh, anyways. You pay uh, your rent and then go buy a computer. I got to <laughs> buy a house. <laughs> that's true. You bought a house. It's done. It's a, it's well, actually, done no. I went to buy a rental car. That's what I bought. You you know? <laughs> Touche. Touche. Uh, anyways. That's a good point. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, let's go to some news. All right. Okay. Got nothing on that? Do it, buddy. <laughs> Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. 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 <laughs> You're like, news. Yeah, That's I went. Good. I went prepubescent just then. Yeah. Voice cracking. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> Who's doing this? Do you want get to get a lot of good? Twelve billion teraflops. Twelve billion teraflops. To lead off the news, huh? You need it. Xbox Series you need X power will have twelve. Teraflops of GPU power. John GPU stands for. Uh, yep. Graphical so, processing unit. There you go. There you go, buddy. Supports you did it. It supports backwards compatibility as far back as the original console. The console will also support up to 120 frames per second and include capability for ray tracing, which is good. There are just <laughs> a few. <laughs> there, these are just a few of the specs given out by Phil Spencer in an Xbox Newswire blog post. Uh, Spencer points to a custom AMD processor for the Series X capable of 12 teraflops of the GPU performance, which will result 
in higher frame rate. We good, John? No, that's just a yawn. Which will result in higher frame rates and larger worlds. Mm. He also points to the inclusion of the solid state drive. That's an SSD. SSD for the improvement of load times as well as quick resume. That's a feature that will allow you to re-enter suspended games with almost no wait time. That sounds sexy. I believe he also, uh, the other really big thing that was in, that I noted was, um, where are they calling it? Like smart something. Like basically it's saying, is confirming like if you buy an Xbox One exclusive game on Xbox One, you will, if you buy a Series X, you're getting the Series X game. You will not have to repurchase and i believe at the same time um what game did you just say like any xbox first yeah. party game and he's encouraged it to to third party developers too and already cd project red came out today and said if you're buying um if you buy it on xbox one uh cyberpunk 2077 then you will get i don't know what you're talking about uh, but yeah, if you buy it there, that you will go ahead It'll and be enhanced. Yeah, you will get the Xbox One X version, or I'm sorry, Xbox Series X version when you upgrade. So that's that's huge, you yeah. Know, because but is that the console? Yeah. Or is this part of a series of consoles? Uh, yeah, that's the question. Um, is it seven hundred dollars? This thing's gonna be eight hundred dollars. Could be. I mean, I mean, they could cut prices down because. It's a custom built card, and like for instance, AMD already knows, right? Like probably as soon as this thing comes out within two months, it's going to sell three million units at least because that's what both them and Sony sold on day one, or you know, right at launch last time, right? Do you so, think it'll only have a solid state drive, or do you think they'll have a an also a hard drive on it? Well, they showed. I mean, they showed on there the ability. A there liquid, was like a liquid hard drive. <laughs> they showed on the back that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that there was some sort of port potentially for some sort of upgrade. external so, hard yeah. drive. <laughs> but yeah, that's, so Chris, that's really powerful. So I look at this and go, mm-hmm. man, I got to upgrade my PC. <laughs> so what do I, how much, how much am I looking at to upgrade my PC to, to maximize the power of the Xbox series X? Well, if we're just going straight up teraflops with no context, <laughs> The only thing that would be in the market here would be a 2080 Ti, uh, but there's a big if on this. Or, or there, there's a, it's a graphics card. Yeah, it's Nvidia. It's it's, it's their Nvidia. top line, <laughs> and that's what's uh, in this machine. No, no, because they use AMD. Um, oh, that's right. But yeah, uh, the best way to explain it though is that you do have to keep in perspective that that PC, for instance, has a 2070 Super My PC. Uh, which is about 10 teraflops. Um, but the thing is, it also has a CPU that's working with where the CPU can take care of a lot of issues for it. It doesn't have to worry about it. Um, you know, it, it it's doing what it's supposed to do, which is just handling the video, right? Uh, consoles, unless something's changed, I believe, <laughs> it, the GPU is also the CPU at the same time, mm-hmm. right? So even though it's 12.1 teraflops, it does have to work in conjunction with certain things. It's handling the actual OS and and all that good stuff, right? Um, So will it get up to the point of what a uh, a TI can do, a 28 TI? I doubt that, you know, but it would still seem to say that 
this is going to be a very powerful system. I mean, like the fact that they're also, it sounds like they're capping at 120 frames per second instead of going and looking at things like 144 frames per second says like, okay, this is how we're going to help assist this get to its maximum ability video wise okay. of what it can do. And then man, yeah. Ray tracing. Uh, I hope that <laughs> turns out well. The history of the flops on Xboxes. Mm-hmm. Um, the original Xbox had 20 G flops. Yeah, so that's right? giga flops. Um, Xbox 360 had 240 G flops. The Xbox One had 1.3. The One S had 1.4, and these were teraflops. The One X has six teraflops, and now the Series X has 12 teraflops. And there, there's word that PS5 will have like nine. That's the yeah, that's the rumor right now is that they have nine. Noobs. I have to, but you have to get credit. Like to me, it seems like Phil's got a plan. Like you know, and it's been really weird, right? Like on one hand, you've got Sony, who it was coming out is basically wait and see what Microsoft says on the price and all that. Phil seems to be in this this mode that started, I guess, at the video game awards, right, or where they're at the game awards, where I feel like every 60 to 90 days, it seems like he wants to give people he's information. Yeah. Like he's I don't, it, I don't care let, what's on. He's letting doing. it marinate. But, so by the time he tells you it's a thousand dollars, you're like, but that's 12 terabytes. You know, yeah. Yeah. I goodness. feel like he's, it feels like they're on a path to E3. Right. And right. they're just like, we are going to reveal this and reveal that as long as everything's going well, you know, and they don't have a concern. Um, so smart on him because like he's, I don't know who's going to win in this, right? You know, I, I guess my money would be on Sony. But on the other hand, I, I say good on Phil to be like the opposite of what his predecessor was, where it's basically just we are focused on making the best Xbox console and we don't really care what Sony thinks. And dude, about it, it looks yeah. so, it just looks so cool. It does. Mm-hmm. If you it's follow the cool. Game Awards on Instagram, I just came to this post and it's just a simple little picture. And dude is four times more powerful than the Xbox One X. <clears throat> four times more powerful, John. Yeah. I mean, oh, twice as powerful. I don't know, man. Yeah, the, it's twice. Well, they said four times. Maybe they meant from the original <clears throat> Xbox One. Possibly. Yeah. Game Awards. I need you to tighten up your Instagram because math be hard, Joe. <laughs> well, speaking of Sony, oh, they got a new patent. Hey. So Sony Interactive Entertainment has filed a patent that may point to a new. PSVR controller, and that's PSVR, Sean. He just Your console you. of choice. The patent shows similarities to the current PlayStation Move controller with a fair share of upgrades. The controller has a wand-like shape similar to the old design with four small face buttons. That's my wand. A trigger on the back and a larger center button. The giant... Mm. I love a large button. The giant light ball... <laughs> It's gone with the patent describing a finger sensing technology. Hey, that's nice. That can detect contact from the user's fingers. Controllers for PC VR controllers have had. Yeah, uh, that's redundant. Controllers for PC VR have had similar features for some time. Yeah, it sounds like they're finally taking this out of concept to more of how do we do what the PC has been doing. The question is, do they release a brand new version of the headset? I don't know. I I booed when you mentioned the light was gone. There was just, there's something very cool um, about playing a VR and you you generally want to play in a dark room Mm -hmm. or a darker room. 
your headset's glowing, your controller's glowing, and then when you turn on the the VR, um, the PS Move controllers, they have those balls on the end of it that glow. But you don't see any of that. I know, but if you're, <laughs> it, it's just cool to see if you're not playing and maybe you're watching a friend. It's just cool. Mm. It really is. It adds just watching a friend play glowy balls. Yeah, 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 John, go there with it. You immature child man. Is that what we're doing? You're calling me <laughs> immature. I would say though yeah, for that I'm kettle. As far as what you said, um, I don't know if it means we're getting a new PSVR, but I would say because for them it should be kind of doing the same things that Oculus is, right? Which is if the barrier is wires, it's how do you consistently reduce how many wires have to be connected, right? Like if you could have at the very least get to a day where your PlayStation controller basically just has to have a wire hooked up to the headset mm-hmm. and that's it. That's a lot more manageable than what it is right now. Right. So yeah, there's wires everywhere and I've yeah. got the upgraded version. <laughs> uh, I, I, I wouldn't put it past them that we do get a new PSVR headset mm-hmm. only because they'll have a stronger system and hopefully they can pack in some more, some more better power in the PSVR headset. Um, just to kind of get the content that you view, view inside of it closer to like true HD. I love true like HD. Like 1080 or whatever. Because um, I think it only is in 720 inside the headset, if I'm saying that right. I can't remember what the resolution is. Um, um, we love VR. I love it more than you guys. Yeah, you do. Um, but, guys. I love the movie Big. You know, when you put those together, you know what comes out of it, John? Huh? Tom Hanks? Yes. <laughs> we love a big download. What? That makes no sense. Uh, it looks like the download for Final Fantasy VII will cost you 100 gigabytes in hard drive space. That's Jeez, not bad. That's all right. The news comes by way of a leaked image on the back cover of the game. The cover is in Korean, but hmm. the blue and white rectangles that outline the storage requirements and compatibility, you can see that next to the one marked HDD. It is labeled as 100 GB. That's gigabytes. Yes. It's not currently clear whether the GB size is referring to a single disc or the full size of the game, which will be released across multiple Blu-rays. What is clear is that this will be the biggest file I have ever put into my drive. Well, yeah, because you guys didn't play Red Dead. (laughs) I did. I installed it and played it. It was a piece of... Let's go back to the tape of you. This it, game is it was a, all, he, initially he, he it was all right, it. He and, but it. then I was like, man, no. And you can change your mind on things, Chris. This is fair, yeah. But um, I, 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 I can't say list. none of this shocks me given their history. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we always thought at the beginning of the generation, the biggest—I mean, the biggest problem people were having was the file sizes for all these games. And people just thought over time you, you, they, they would just figure out how to compress them down more. No. That has not happened. It's only no. going to grow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's why you need... Uh, it's why, you know, I think they've realized the focus has to be storage and speed, right? It's why you have MVME blowing up right now, which, of course, is really expensive at the moment. But you're like, man, imagine how that's going to be yeah. in like three years where... Right now, it's a hundred bucks for just or hundred and twenty bucks for just a one terabyte stick. Imagine how that is like when you could put a three terabyte stick on there and it'd be you know two hundred dollars in a couple of years. Well, whether it's two hundred gigs or one gig, it's just a game. Mm-hmm. That's nice. 
That's a good segue, Speaking John. of a game, yeah. Ninja, the most prominent Fortnite streamer and esports player, recently tweeted up a debate on the internet. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. The tweet read, the phrase, it's just a game, is such a weak mindset. You are okay with what happened, losing an imperfection of a craft. When you stop getting angry after losing, you've lost twice. That's deep. There's always something to learn and always room for improvement. Never settle. This comment followed a recent outburst toward his squad mates earlier in the month. Once he saw a comment suggesting that it was just a game, Ninja had this to say. Quote, if anyone ever uses the excuse, it's just a game, I'm going to lose my mind. Imagine telling LeBron James, Tom Brady, that when they're pissed off and losing a game, that it's just a game. Are you kidding me? It's... um, You're so stupid, John. You're so stupid. It's the competitive nature, bro. It's about respect, bro. It's about pride. Preach it, bro. (laughs) It's about pride. It's so much bigger than a effing video game. And Mm. anyone that ever uses the excuse it's just a game is a horrible human being and is lazy. You're a lazy human being. He soon after after indicated that he was only 10% serious, but but many didn't buy it. Um, You know what's true, John? When you're heated, you say things. It's not a good thing to have a microphone in front of you. (laughs) Richard Sherman's found that out before. Uh, Cam Newton's found that out before. It's just never a good thing. If you if you ever watch a ninja stream, which I do, ninja he goes off the rails. This is part of his personality. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta admit there is a lot of truth in what he said, though, and some people may not like it. I know what he's trying to say um, when he uses the examples about sports and just uh, other segments of one's life. Yeah. So yeah, you never want you want to be someone who always wants to get better. And improve and and all of that stuff. So I get that. So um, I'm going to be on the the label of saying I've got no problem with what he said. I would say like <laughs> I get for him having that perspective. And that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. him. Yeah. Like for me, I'll never be that guy. I, I'm like, well, yeah, it's just a game. Like I'm not here to get heated when I go play online games. I'm I'm there to chill with my friends. But remember, it's a very different. People, I'm not being paid. People who told dollars. Ninja it's just a game. Yeah. It's not just a game for Ninja. His entire lifestyle has been built and up yeah. on playing a video game for a career and he's right like if you went to right now like if anyone came up in the lakers locker room especially with everything that's happened with that team this year and said to lebron james it's just a game it's not a big deal about winning a championship this year he'd probably just tell you to get the hell out of the locker room you can respect that point of view but there's also been the greatest pitchers and athletes Mm -hmm. in the world have said it's just a game when, I mean, so it's like I understand his perspective, but there's also been amazing athletes in this world who have given that same sentiment. Well, maybe, it's just a game. Maybe, and I don't have a problem with what he said in general, but his um, and look, the last part's the only. The part last part like, is uh, just no, you're not stupid or yeah. a loser or this. If you have that mentality, um, Sandy Koufax quit pitching because he knew ultimately it's just a game. And it's not worth losing my elbow over. So there are there are athletes and prominent, talented people out there who have this exact mindset. Sure. Who are Barry every Sanders. bit so are every bit as, as talented and every bit as dedicated to their craft. It's just their mindset's different. Yeah, and they neither re- one is wrong. Right. It's just I was gonna say these two kind of intertwine together, and maybe those athletes um, reach a level of zenness. Where they they're able to see kind of out the whirlwind of the game, or you know yeah. everything that's going on, 
it is just a game when it's all said and done. But at the same time, when you're in it and you're still a, a prominent figure in your craft or your sport, I, I don't know. Like yeah. I, said, I agree with and, you and, get, and, yeah, what you said, Chris. You get John. like you get like two different people. You have the people that are Luke Keekley who just recently retired, and then you have Jerry Rice who's trying to play till he's like forty five, basically in the NFL, right? Because he's just like I. This is what I live for, and all I want is another chance to to hold our trophy up, right? Like yeah, that's, but I can't imagine that's their saying life. to Jerry Rice, "It's just a game," and he go. And he going, no, I totally disagree with no, you. No, I would I say he if had you that were balanced mentality. He was dedicated to his craft, but he's also. I would say I would be very surprised if Jerry Rice, when he was playing and he was there, and especially if they're in the hunt of playoffs or whatever, if you like were on the sideline of game day and you came and said, it's just a game, man. It's not a big deal. He'd be like, BS is just a game. He'd be like, this, this hurts our team's chances. That's how they approach the game, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's all about that to them. Yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah, I hope he uh, apologizes. I mean, like, again, it's just one of those things. I always feel I bad for I, apologize. I, I, I feel just, bad for streamers yeah, because either, you literally what you do, you always have a microphone in your face. Mm-hmm. And it's just like kind of being like a person who's a talk show host or whatever. Um, you know, not maybe like the one that was really bad last week. But uh, in our essence, like like if you're Howard Stern, you're on air for four hours a day, you're probably going to eventually fire something off that you're like, eh, and come out well, yeah. you know? So you just try to learn from it. Indeed. Uh, I'm actually pretty excited about this next piece. Um, Borderlands names a movie director. I think this movie just before I start is going to actually play well in theaters. I can see. That. I think it'll be a good video game to movie transition. But anyway, Eli Roth is set to helm the upcoming Borderlands movie. In a press release on Thursday, uh, Lionsgate announced that Roth will be joining producers Avi Arad, Arad, Avi Arad. Avi Arad, mm-hmm. and Ari Arad, together with executive producers Randy Pitchford uh, and Strauss Zelnick, on the highly anticipated project. According to Eli Roth. Uh, I'm so excited to dive into the world of Borderlands, and I could not be doing it with a better script. Producing team and studio. I have a long, successful history, yeah, with Lionsgate. I feel like we have uh, grown up together and that everything in my directing career has led to a project of this scale and ambition. I look forward to bringing my own energy, ideas, and vision to the wild, fun, and endlessly creative world of the game. Randy Pitchford and everyone at Gearbox have been incredibly supportive of my ideas. It really feels like a perfect storm of creators coming together. We're out to make a new classic, one which the fans of the game will love, but also one which will find new audiences globally. That's nice, dude. I feel like Eli Roth... um put a real shot in the arm in the horror genre back when he came about. I don't know if, did you ever see cabin fever? Mm-mm, but I, I know about it. It yeah. was, it was nice. And then he moved on to movies like hostel, which went into the real like graphic, like it was almost a shock film rather than a horror film. Right. And you know, the, those things were very short lived, but I honestly think because of the kind of the, like the resume that he has, and the type of projects. I mean, Eli Roth was actually one of the actors in um, actually Inglorious Bastards. So I think he's got a right. I think he's kind of a, a neat choice for this with the zany irreverence stuff that's in Borderlands. That I think he. I think I think it's a subject matter he can handle. I would have liked to have seen Edgar Wright, but I'm not sure what yeah. a Borderlands movie is or. 
how that's going to go. So Fair it's enough. kind of like wait and see on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But like I said, we, we don't know where it's going to go, but it can be so crazy that it could tap into the vein of like a Mad Max movie or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like Mad Max. But, and just, just and just be something that is Borderlands. Mm-hmm. Imagine Clap. Trap. Mm-hmm. Trap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you looked at me crazy. Clap Trap running around. and Well, you want Clap. And then they could add like the the really neony, neony like colors. It it just imagine who could play handsome Jack. You know Uh what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna set up some neony colors all all around my apartment. You can also go yourself. (laughs) James Marsden is handsome Jack. Crickets. Mm. I mean, I I see why you say it, but I don't know. But it's maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Man, I really put. Uh, I would actually prefer him yeah. be the dude from. Uh, I suck. He put from, the old uh, train break. No, not one. not as handsome Jack. He should be uh, the dude from uh, Tales from the Borderlands. He he reminds me a lot of him. Sorry uh, guys, didn't yeah. mean to. I know where he's dated. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're still just upset that you didn't include that Microsoft Fight Simulator 2020. <laughs> Quit pursuing that. He did it. Speaking of pursuing, you just alley ooped yourself. Dude, active. It's okay. Yeah. Activision pursuing a leaker. Oh, so here we go. Oh no, court documents. Yeah, seem to rev- <laughs> see you. You get to just kind of look from. I have to sort of turn my head all the I, way. We're sitting the same exact way. I like how the D in documents is capitalized. Dude, we're sitting literally the same way. <laughs> no, we're not. John, my head is halfway through the screen. You're outside the screen, so you can you have a better angle to view this. I have to do this. It's frustrating. Does he does he have a leg to stand on, Chris? I'm confused I'm, right now. This sounds like a guy arguing that it's easier to go from the left sh- side uh, hash versus the right side hash. Yeah, and why is the end zone like that anyway? Who knows? Yeah. Go ahead, John. <laughs> Court documents. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> I don't care. You don't matter. <laughs> All right. Dang. Court documents seem to reveal me. that Activision is attempting to subpoena Reddit mm. in order to uncover the identity of the user who recently leaked key art for Modern Warfare's Battle Royale game mode, Ooh. Warzone. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Activision is filing a digital millennium copyright act for this purpose. Mm. Since these leaks are common, it is not clear why Activision is pursuing this route now. Epic has pursued leakers recently as well. As Nintendo, and maybe that's the reason why, folks. Maybe it's becoming more mainstream and acceptable for companies to punish little old people like us. We don't leak. Not that we don't leak. I'm just saying. John, we don't leak. Good luck on that. Good luck, bro. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, good luck on what? Good on them finding out who it is. Because if if Reddit discloses that user, I don't think, one, that Reddit would disclose the user. They're not going to. They have before. Uh, it, they, you'd have to have Reddit, some Reddit, Reddit. Yeah, Reddit released the name for Epic. Did they? Yeah. Um, this is deleting this is... my Reddit account. <laughs> I don't know, because, but uh, I, I'm just kind of like again. I guess it just depends on how he got it, and like you'd have to prove, right? You'd have to prove that he stole something from them directly, as opposed to just being like, "Look, I was looking online. I searched through a batch file, found a link." Download the file. It was publicly accessed. You know, mm-hmm. that's on you. That's not on me. <laughs> uh, which is usually how all this stuff does come out, right? Um, I don't know. That's going to be really hard for them to prove. That's like saying I found yeah. your wallet, but I didn't turn it in. That's on you, not me. Yeah, I don't. I mean, really it is. Use. It's on you, but yeah, you could have done the right thing. This is true. 
I don't know if this is what the right, is the thing, right thing, bro. Yeah, I don't know if this is the right thing, though. This is just someone looking for information. To them, the right thing is to share the information once they find it, right? Who knows? Freedom for the people and all that. Yeah. Um. Well, what the people aren't getting is another Star Wars project, I'll tell you that much. Uh, I, I that knew was weak. Your face is weak. A new report says EA quietly canceled another Star Wars project in 2019. Is your neck comfortable while Yeah, it's fantastic. This? I got my hand on my knee. It's, it's great. Yeah. The project was the reported... okay? Yes, it's perfect. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> the, per, the project was reported to be a spinoff of Star Wars Battlefront. Hmm. According to Kotaku, the game was codenamed Viking. Hmm. The game was being developed by EA Vancouver with the help of Criterion, best known for the Burnout series. Rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> the project became too ambitious for multiple teams in different areas, and EA opted to cancel the project instead of extending the deadline of production. You know why it sucks? Because it just means that Criterion wasn't working on a burnout game during this time period. Yeah. And that could have been. That's that's that logical deduction lo- right there. That would have been a lot better in my opinion. But I kind of want to play Need for Speed Heat. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> I've heard decent things. Uh, it, I, it, Daniel loves it. Yes. You feel the need? But he loves, I he do. Loves, uh, he loves Need for I Speed. I do too. Do you? Little known fact. Look, how country I never that once sound? saw you on Hot Pursuit. Right. How would you like to kill Nazis? That happen to be zombies. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. That's called Call of Duty. Mm, it's, it's also it's called <laughs> Zombie Hunter 4. Uh, uh, Army 4. Uh, what did I say? Zombie Hunter? Yeah. Boo. But yeah, I'm, this is actually one of the few I'm not crying out for because honestly, there's nothing from the Battlefront series that really screams, I want to spin off of that. Which maybe that's why they canceled it. So Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know what I do scream for, though? Tell me. The success of Witcher 3. Well, speaking of that, Witcher 3 profits on Steam. So the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt has earned over $50 million on Steam since October 1st, 2018. The announcement was made via Twitter from CD Projekt Red. Quote, the accumulated revenue from sales of the Witcher 3 on at Steam platform for the period of time between October 1st and today has exceeded $50 million dollars us as a result we are now getting an 80 percent on any subsequent sales of the witcher 3 on steam the boost in sales is likely due to the recently released netflix series which was one of the network's most viewed shows ever i wonder how that's improved the book sales i don't know i i believe when i went on amazon uh they were on the kindle store they were they were high up there so I think if I I could have this wrong, but when you when you get into the deal of publishing a game on Steam, mm-hmm. they give you 70 percent. It's higher seventy or sixty. So if you hit ten million, it's seventy five. Yeah, and if you hit fifty, it's eighty percent of the profit. Craziness. So, you know what's even more crazy? Like, so the game came out originally in twenty fifteen. So. Jeez. You have to imagine the majority of these that were sold, like in from there on out, probably sold at about like, you know, at max like twenty dollars uh for most of their sales, right? Like for instance, I rebought Witcher Three on on Steam not too long ago and it was like nine bucks for nine. the whole the whole entire thing. So like when you think about it, that means like they sold probably somewhere in the range of like two point five and three million copies of this game. On yeah. Steam in the last two years for a game that came out five years ago. <laughs> Did you like pre-work that math in your head or you just come up with that on the fly, bro? 
He was I'm, sitting on the pot thinking about he it. He was. Mm-hmm. He went to a bathroom break. I was like, I know this is coming up. I got to get ready. I do I, numbers. Hyped himself up. <laughs> yeah. That's it. We're going to slow this down for this next news article. You ready? Yeah. New Apple TV possibly in the works, guys. Boo. <laughs> a new leak from Target employees seemed to confirm a new generation of Apple TV. The news comes by way of 9 to 5 Mac, and the placeholder listing has the new Apple TV price at $179.99. 99 None of this has been confirmed by Apple. The new Apple TV will likely have more support and features for Apple Arcade, which released last summer for $5 per month. When you go 9 to 5 Mac, does it play Dolly Parton's 9 to 5? I hope not. I really do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> This is the first thing that I, whenever I see nine to five, that's the first thing that always comes in. That just head. means they're always working on Mac, dude. Yeah. Okay. It's their daily job. Nine you to can five. never be satisfied. Mm-hmm. Right. They kind of make a living. You want to take the last one? You can take me home. Um, is this it? <clears throat> is this it? it? Finally this week. Oh, oh, finally this week. The world epidemic coronavirus is now affecting, um, game companies. Mm. PAX East, and GDC have recently suffered setbacks after hearing the news that many prominent game developers, devs for short, to include Sony, Square Enix, Oculus, and Kojima Productions, would be skipping one or both of the events due to the recent spread of coronavirus across multiple countries to include Japan, China, and the U.S. The mayor of Boston regarding PAX East has made a recent plea to Sony and others to consider, quote, facts, not, quote, fear. He urges PlayStation to not play into harmful stereotypes about Chinese people. Mayor Marty Walsh sent a letter to Sony CEO stating, These fears reinforce harmful stereotypes that generations of Asians have worked hard to dismantle. They trigger our worst impulses to view entire groups of people with suspicion, uh, to close ourselves off, and to miss out on the opportunities and connections of uh, our global city provides. Boston is united in our efforts to dispel these harmful and misguided fears. As of February, the virus is reported to have killed 2,442 people in China with 76,936 reported infections. According to Sony in an announcement not to participate in GDC, quote, we have made the difficult decision to cancel our participation in game developers conference due to increasing concerns related to how do they sit on the news CO COVID-19. I think yeah. they say COVID-19. So, right? Coronavirus. Coronavirus ID-19 or however, whatever. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. Uh, we felt this was the best option as the situation related to the virus and global travel restrictions are changing daily. We are disappointed to cancel our participation, but the health and safety of our global workforce is our highest concern. We look forward to participating in GDC in the future. And that's the end of that. I should clarify uh, for this, um, the, res- the the quote that you read from Sony was not a response to the mayor. Yeah, yeah. But if I was Sony, if I was the CEO of Sony, I'd release a response to the mayor. And I'd, oh, say, I'd say, as a Japanese-based company, we are clearly aware of the atrocities you committed on <laughs> Asian Americans. It just seemed incredibly tone-deaf that they were lecturing an Asian-based company about the mistreatment of Asian people. I feel like if you're It's him, just so strange yeah, that his advisors this. were... I don't get this, because like on one hand, you know, Japan <clears throat> is actually, you know, China is of course the most affected so far. Japan's had a lot of issues with this too, so I could definitely understand <clears throat> you're like, look, the last thing we want to do 
is send our people. <laughs> if you're talking about people actually coming from Sony Japan to this, to like, for, like for instance, PAX like, yeah, petri you, dish. like, yeah, you're saying, Hey, I'm going to take <clears throat> people and put them in airports in Japan, which exposes them to higher risk. And then I'm going to take them to a major hub city on the East coast and put them into rooms with, you know, thousands of people over a three day period. Yeah. That's a very, very high risk situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as far as people within the United States going to it, I totally understand them going mm-hmm. right. Like, because it's just not outside of maybe like the West coast. There's not as much fear on it here yet. You yeah. Know? And it, he's, it, and he's talking it, about, you know, he's calling on companies yeah. to educate themselves. I'm like, no dude, yeah. trust me. Even companies half the size of Sony, they are ha- I can guarantee you they're having daily phone calls. Oh, I'm sure. About the coronavirus and they're all seriously discuss- discussing limiting non-essential travel. Yeah. That is just a reality and we it did just, our company. Yeah, and it shows that's just I don't know, it's just it seems so tone deaf. Yeah, it's really Particularly weird. Particularly who they're addressing. They're addressing a company in Asia. Well, you know what it sounds like? It sounds to me like a mayor who is, if we're being honest, it sounds like a mayor who's just trying to, to get save that revenue thing. into Yeah, city. because he understands, like, look, this is a big event for us. Sure. And now you're about to take that away. That's a lot of potential losses, not just for the city, but for companies within the city, right? Like, that's yeah. less taxis. That's less people, uh, you know, using trains and things like that within less restaurants getting revenue out of it. Do y'all want to so, go to taxis? <laughs> we were actually originally talked about we last year. About yeah. It. But, um, and we've had, I've had a friend who's gone there. He loves going to it. Uh, but I, I understand it. But on the, on the other hand, I will always be the guy who look as much as I love PAX East and especially GDC. Cause that's the bigger one in my opinion. I'm Sean, also like developers conference. Yeah, I said it a minute ago. <laughs> I'm also very aware. Like you. I would rather not risk spreading something, even if, it's something low risk like PAX East, maybe more low uh, risk, but GDC is in, I can't remember where, but I think it's on the West coast. If I have an outbreak, if I have an, if I have an outbreak of herpes, I'm going to PAX East. (laughs) I'm going to lick every cup I see, you know, you would be the guy that's just going down. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I, I would rather. I, they, I cannot fault a company looking out for its investments and, yeah. and its employees. I mean, you could make a case that maybe it should be canceled for this year just because you, yeah, you G- don't want to take the risk. The GDC is going to be in San Francisco, so you were right on with that. Um, yeah, I mean, like plus, a, that would be a major. Pl- that's a major place for people to fly in from, you know, uh, from China and from Japan. So mm-hmm. that would be a very big risk because you just. I, I know it's, it, you know, I'm not trying to say that, oh, yes, you're someone that's over there. You're, you know, you're scum or anything like that. It's more of like, look, you could be a carrier and not know that you are a carrier. Mm-hmm. You know, you could come in with every well-intentioned, like, look, I feel great. It's going to be fine. But your patient zero. And don't exactly. Even and my wipes are clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. The, right. You're consistently washing your hands and everything. And all well, it takes is. not that. <laughs> all it takes is just, you know, one person. And now all of a sudden yeah. there's a new strain that's in San Francisco. And, oh, hey, by the way, that person traveled all the way from Austin, Texas. Now they're going back and infecting their office. Who's traveling to Atlanta this weekend for you and know all, something else? And all that's protecting you from you and my poo yeah. is a tissue paper. <laughs> right. I did not wash my hands. <laughs> Crazy. Facebook so. also pulled out of the GDC. 
I yeah, yeah. yeah, Oculus was. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and it sucks. And we saw today. I mean, we're recording on Monday. Like the economy today took a major hit on the yeah. markets, and it's mainly all due to this. So, yeah. And if you you're, know the, no you know offense, the, Mr. Mayor of Boston, but maybe you should read this. This is this bigger than go, you think it is. Yeah. This and you know the dry spell that we've mentioned today about games. Mm. I mean, there's a possibility that the holiday. Oh. Could be dry because of delayed games. You oh, just don't know how it's shoot. Going. It could be that, you know, consoles. guess what? Yeah, new consoles coming out. Or at least hard we, to find. Like, yeah, you might be only getting Dude, a million it's, it, it, units. It's always, it's just safe to err on the side of caution, man, when you deal with something, whether it's weather, whether it's a health event, whatever it is. As long as we get this thing under control, think about it. It's now leaked into your gaming podcast you listen to. Yeah. You've seen it on the news for weeks now, and now it's possibly impacting plans you made to go to a gaming event in your city yeah it's crazy let's just be safe people. thank god for burning whoa 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 <laughs> whoa <laughs> uh anyways you guys want to wrap this up i yeah. believe that is a good decision that's a great that's a great burning it is um no, um never all right <laughs> Sean, when people write to us, they write to us at weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat at gmail.com. You know what they write us? What's that? Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Just like a many did. Good old fan on the uh on the Discords always see on there. And he says, Hey guys. Hey. hey. Yeah, you, you know, he's saying that. I'm like waiting for you. Oh my goodness. Uh, just a quick email, some things I have been wondering. John, that's how you spell that. How has your transition to PC been? Is it as glorious as it's hyped to be? When I got a PC at first, I was hit hard by some technical problems that really hurt the experience. I also started to miss my constant FPS with everything on the console. After a while and learning a few tricks, I really love PC gaming, though. Um, the injections have been um, slow and steady. And I, just I keep him. trying new things and experimenting, and it's been good so far. So good. I uh, the first person shooter, the Doom thing. It's as it has been like the baptism of fire for me. Mm, I bet, but it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, DJ Haygood, that's you. Sean. Yeah, that's me. Uh, no offense to you, as everyone <laughs> has their own opinion. But gosh, I hate Rise of Skywalker. Yep. This You're not guy, the only one. And then he just became the greatest person on this. On now the, you've sided on, with Chris yeah. and you've, you've chosen your side. You do not attack him. And He's if with you, me. No, I know. If you, and if, then he is a great person. If, you, if you're with Chris, <laughs> uh, As someone who usually never hates a movie, I can usually defend most movies I watch. But gosh, that was a complete pile of BS cut up and stitched together in different places. How did you deal with that terrible rushing and mediocre plot? All of, I just wanted to know. Well, I disagree, which, like you said, we all have our own opinions. Um, I'm a fanboy of the of the series. I imagine I was just excited to see J.J. kind of get it back together. And, you know, Chris, has, he's outlined, he agrees with, you know, your point of view of how it was a terrible plot. POS. I loved it. I thought the previous movie's plot was terrible um, and had a bunch of plot holes in it. Um, it I, and I guess I was stuffing my face with nachos and popcorn as I watched it. 
So that's how I went through it. The three times that I've watched it in theaters. I love that movie. It's fantastic. I agree. Mm. <laughs> then he asked me, how was your Assassin's Creed Odyssey replay? Would you give it a different Richard now? I think before I gave it what, like an eight? I don't know, I don't bro. Know. Someone, I, I would think. And honestly, it's still about the same. I mean, like, <laughs> I enjoy it. It's a solid game, but it's still... It still has its issues, which is mainly that I just feel like it's a game that it is, sucked you in. It's a game. No, it's not that it sucked me. It's more it of like suck whoa, you. guys, whoa, PG. It, it's it's a game that more so it sucks you in because it's required. Like there's nothing that I think you could just go. I don't like this. I'm not going to do this. If you want to actually understand all aspects of the story that we're going on with this, right, and see how everything resolves out. It's uh, it's required because like you have to get to level fifty uh, to to do things like beat all the cult and uh, to you know beat these mythological beasts and all that. So there's a lot Spoilers. of Spoilers. There's a lot of doing. Whoa. Yeah, sorry, it's been two years. Um, what are we talking about? It, you know, it's <laughs> it's a lot of work to get the things that I did enjoy. Is what I would say. And I'd be like, man, I wish. Versus, Why did you punish yourself? Like what? No, 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 no. What, what did you give just, Death Death Man Stranding? What's it called? Death Man Stranding. Yeah, <laughs> Death Stranding. I think I said that was nine, but that was yeah. because it had a lot better story to me. Mm, and like to me, like when when the resolution finally came to this game with my family and all that, I was just like, cool, and then moved on hey, to the what next thing. What do you need? You're out of control. She needs your love. Show me love. Did you? Uh, <laughs> what is blame? love? Did you save, baby? Don't hurt me, Alexios, or kill him. I saved him. I didn't know that was an option. Thanks, guys. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, everyone, how would you rank the sequel Star Wars trilogy? All the movies, if you would like. I guess he means like the order we would rank them. In? I will go. The sequel would be like the new three, yeah, right? Yeah. If you will, that's I'd what a go, sequel is. Well, you don't. You can shut your face. I hate you again. Um, I would go Rise of Skywalker, Force Awakens, and then Last Jedi. And really, so that's your your top one is Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Wow, I love yeah, that movie. And, and to your point, Omni, um, Last Jedi is is a piece of human garbage, and I can break that down to you in a single podcast. Break it down. I love it. I love it. Chris so, what is, would your order be then? The same, or would um, you put Force Awakens first? Force Awakens is solid. Force Awakens would be first, Rise second, and. Um, Pretend last. Jedi doesn't exist. Last being last where it last deserves. Last Jedi and then Force <laughs> Awakens and then I didn't, I'm not even going to mention the other one. You're only doing that because John didn't mention the other one. No, I wouldn't. I, I'm, I will never watch that movie again. I have no desire. That movie to Even me, after I told you I hated. That movie to last me. Je- uh, what, which one? That Come movie left. to me it has as much value to me mm-hmm. as Grown Ups 2 does to me. Okay. I have no desire. No desire. Go have it. <laughs> Enjoy it. I am on. I, I'm done. I'm I'm out. <laughs> We're going to smash all of his movies he watches from now on. Just because. I'm cool. No. Um, fire with fire, bro. But it is what it is. I don't Subjective have to, movies. I don't have to win this. I don't no. have to win this. I know. This. We know it in our hearts, right? Much right. love. Thank and you, as JJ. always, thanks for the great content. And also much love to Punkhead. Those in the Discord. Uh, those Discord shout outs are really nice. Shout out to Discord. Shout out to Discord. What up, Discord? Yeah. How y'all that's doing? All, that's all we got this week because we're recording a day early. I'm, but he I'm, did uh, apologize for grammar mistakes, Chris. He was trying to get it in on time because I did post the said guy Discord. fast. You hear me? I did post the said Discord. Look at you. Prior to the show. Welcome. 
Welcome to the Discord, buddy. Welcome back, buddy. <laughs> you know what? You know what your stupid consoles don't have? Discord. You don't know. Do they not? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> not unless you're going to like Discord.com. Sean's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what we got? Uh, Sean, what yeah. did they write to us on tweets? We got a DM from at Mr. Uh, Maidson. Okay. I'm saying that right. That's a direct message, yeah. Uh, yes, Damn. he said, hey, fellas, I just wanted to write in and say thank you. Before finding your podcast, I really only played Madden franchise mode, uh, but I went searching for a gaming podcast when Let's Go Pikachu came out, and I liked you guys so much that I that kept was, listening. Wow. That was a me and BK show. Thank you. Um, since then, I've been diving into all kinds of new games. You guys do a great job of explaining games and getting <laughs> us excited to play new ones. Keep up the great work and game on. Game on. Game on. Um, he said, followed up with said, Hey, don't get me wrong. I still play a ton of Madden franchise, mo- franchise mode. Uh, I just branch out to new stuff now. So thank you for that, that direct message, sir. Always appreciated. Um, thanks to Hydraberg for posting a link on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, with the discussion about how, when you buy cyberpunk 2077 on Xbox one, you will get a Xbox series X game for free. Chris brought that up earlier mm-hmm. and the article is from polygon and it goes on to explain how that's going to work. So that is very very cool. Um, let's you just see. buy it. I think you buy it, but yeah, it's a yeah. Little, it's a little more than that. Okay. Um, if you remember last week, we we talked about a breach, and there was a really funny um, meme of Oprah when she was telling everybody, "You get a car, you get a car, you get a car," and now it's you get a breach. Everybody gets a breach, and it was pretty funny. That was That's sent funny. out by Big Riff. Uh, Chapman Maddox found out how to spell my name this week on uh, Twitter, which was fantastic. <laughs> Um, let's see here. We got any new follows? We're going to wrap this thing up guys. Cause I am hungry. No new follows. But then again, we are recording on an off day. I'm not worried about that. Um, that's all I got for this week. This fantastic episode that we put together highlighted by John's topic time, topic time, Christian, Sean carrying the podcast the rest of the way. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> we need to post that somewhere. It's, already, it's, a, it's on the Discord. Oh, that is nice. If you want to see what's nice, you should be on our Discord or join our Discord. Just look for Phil. Look for Phil with muscles. Yeah, right? It's nice. That's how he looks in real life. I think so when he takes his jacket off. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he's got to have the jacket on. Dude, how did, that's before he, he got to the chopper. He, he has to wear a jacket because he can't have the focus be on the pythons underneath. It has to be on the game he's trying to sell. He's right? such a handsome dude. He really, he really, he's a likable son of a. Look at those cheekbones. Right, you got them dimples under him. I'm too. trying to figure if that's really his hair though, or if it's it is. Uh, that's his. Yeah. That's his head, dude, for is sure. It? Okay. I want. I want a. I want. A, I want an Xbox so bad. Well, get one. I do. I do too. Y'all are gonna get one. Y'all are done. Doesn't mean I don't want one. I don't know, man. Twelve teraflops. It's legit, right? It could be built. What pulls me back? <laughs> Gotta go back, or I'll just get twenty. ADTI. <laughs> I was like, I told Jeff the other day, I was like, so I sell you my 2070 and then I'll go buy a 28. <laughs> it was like, hmm. maybe. <laughs> uh, but anyways, this has been again, I believe episode 244. I think that's right. Oh, man. If not, well, I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me see. Wait, what are you looking at that you're saying? Oh man. To now to, to today we record on Monday. This was the, it uh, is 244. Okay. The uh, memorial for Kobe was today, and oh, twenty thousand yeah. fans yeah. attended. That's yeah, sad. Yeah. Um, but if you like the show, subscribe to us, and you'll get a new episode just like this one every Wednesday, even if we record it on a Monday or a Sunday, which sometimes happens. Uh, and 
if you're there and they have some sort of rating and review system, if you want to drop us a rating or a review because you like us, just know it helps people find the show. So we appreciate it. Uh, besides that, you can follow us on the Twitters and theory on the Facebooks, and you can also join our discord over on discord by searching weekly games chat. And if you want to write directly in a long form email, that is more than the characters permitted on Twitter. You could do so just by writing it to weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's an email address. Look it up, kids. <laughs> See, John, an email is. <laughs> uh, until next time, though, I will simply say game on, Sean. Game on, Chris. Game on, John. Great. <clears throat> game on, Chris and Sean. Game you on, tried John. to do something. <laughs> yeah. Game on, Johnny Bear. <laughs> and you, you stumbled there, didn't you? <laughs> I did. Your mom's back. <laughs> you gotta say the thing. Is it my turn? Yeah. yeah. Oh, peace out, everybody. Worst. <laughs> you just got demoted. I'm demoting everyone got, on this I got show. thrown off by this, man. Thug life. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough, right? Yeah, that's fair. All right. All right. Peace out, everybody. Thug